Hey. Hey. Is it imagine if my face froze like that, like it was freezing before? Hey. Oh, awesome. okay. I want to see who would who would hold it longest. Yeah. How you been, man? I mean, other, yeah. other than the bad shit, how you been? <laughs> other than death, um, yeah, it's, uh, uh, yeah, I'm all right. I'm okay. Yeah, it's been a week, but a good week in a lot of ways. Yeah. And look at that shirt. Look at that. Look at that shirt. Look at that shirt. Man, I, I got to get figure out how to get that shit going i've i have i have added more episodes to the um itunes stuff i i added like i added like maybe four more it takes time you have to you know it's a lot of work you have to create a new icon i mean it's not like just boom boom and it's done so right yeah i'm working on it i'm working on it uh well you're a hard-working man and we appreciate everything you do sean well what episode is this would this I be- think it's 31 because wasn't the live 130? I think you're right. So episode 31, 31. Welcome to yeah. episode 31. I'm sorry this hasn't been as frequent as usual, and it's I hate to say it's only gonna get worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's only gonna get less because I'm starting to feel the weight of the world coming back. And yeah, are you? Oh my god, it's like I've been so busy like getting ready for conventions that are coming and constantly getting hit by promoters to you know there's a whole new set of things i didn't really even think about until now is all these new things i have to do because of protocol and i now have to find out from each individual guest client uh, what are you comfortable doing are we doing pictures at the table? Are we not doing mask on, mask off? But I mean, it's creating a whole new set of work. Welcome to my world, dude. Shooting a movie now. Mm-hmm. This is the first, I mean, I've shot stuff since all this, but this is the first one that I've had to deal with COVID protocols to the degree because we have multiple people in makeups and I need multiple artists and Mm. you can't just, Oh, they added three makeups tomorrow. So we have to add three artists. You can't just do that, get people into the quarantine and then you have to get them into testing cadence. And that takes a week. So if you want to, anything you plan has to be a week in advance, whereas it used to be, we need that now and you do it that that's it's all different shields and the masks and the this and the protocols and the who's vaccinated who's not vaccinated what's it? it's uh like you said it's a whole nother job on top of the job it's, yeah it's, I, and i didn't really think about it until it's all starting to happen you know i've had a few clients in in conventions but i haven't been at any and right. this is the first one i'm going to is in two weeks mm. um in florida you know, as I'm doing that right after Atlanta, I'm driving to Florida and I'm starting to realize, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't know what they're comfortable with. And, oh, each person's different. You know, some people yeah. are like, yeah, you know, I'll take I'll take pictures of fans. I'll be like, no, they're not they're not going to be they're going to be on the other side of the table. Right. You know, I make the signs for the tables, like sure. what the prices. I don't know. Are we doing 
selfies? Are we not doing selfies? I mean, right. if we do professional photo ops, is it mask on, mask off? Is there going to be plexiglass? And that's the other thing. All the the clients are asking me what the show protocols are. All the show mm-hmm. protocols are different. So I'm getting yeah. confused. Like, oh, what are they doing? Um, Oh, shit. I don't remember. Were they plexiglass? Are they doing? I don't. Mm-hmm. Everybody's different. And it's making my life a nightmare. And I, yeah. I like pondering retirement all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like sitting there going, can I just quit? Can, is that yeah. possible? Yeah, I've pondered that myself the, the I mean, past like, month or two. But you know what? We'll, we'll, uh, it's kind of exciting that conventions are starting to come back. I would like to attend some. I was just thinking that the other day. I was like, man, I miss conventions. I would like to go to one or two or something. You know, We'll still do the show. I'm hoping that we could still do the show and find time to do the show and try to do it as frequent as we can. This last little bit has been tough um, You know, between work and COVID and my father dying. Um, which, which was uh, different, you know, and I had to go to Pittsburgh and, and, uh, and bury him, which was tough, but good in a lot of ways, not to bring all this up, but it's a good thing. It's, you know, we have closure and stuff. So if you're out there and you're estranged from a parent or something, stitch that shit up. <laughs> is what I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, Cause you never know how it's going to affect you, but it was all good. It was a good week. It was a, beautiful service and uh he had a good service and put a lot of stuff uh to rest besides him put a lot of stuff to rest so it's good i feel like a kind of a different guy now so it's it's good it's a good thing and i you know so but we're still gonna try to do the show still want to do the show and yeah i mean i think doing the show isn't obviously our schedules that's that'll be but I mean, a couple hours to do this, no big deal. For me, it's all the time editing. And that's sure. yeah. where I'm yeah. going to I'm gonna run into not having. Well, maybe I time. can pick up some of that slack and try to help with that. So I'll do my best. Mm. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> I can barely get you on the phone. I don't see I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, you know, I'm done with this movie in June-ish uh-huh. sometime. And I'm excited uh, I get to see you in a week. I know. I'm going to see my pal Sean next week. And next Saturday, we're going to get together and do some fun stuff. Yeah, we're going to, uh, which I won't reveal here for fear of people showing up where we're going to do fun stuff. Not that we don't want to see you, but we don't. Just we love you. But we really don't want to see you. We need our alone time. It's funny. I was just enjoying my Scream Factory. Ooh. Friday the 13th box set when i got back from pittsburgh i popped this on and have been watching how far are you into the box set i started six i was like a quarter of the way into six or something like that yeah and i also whenever i have have time i'm gonna watch my motel hell yes yes but um but yeah it's uh speaking of friday 13th and wasn't it yesterday or something the 41 years ago the first one came out was it? I don't remember. I think it was yesterday. It was an oh. anniversary. Yeah. Wow. So happy 41st. And I know that the anniversary of part two was like a week ago. Everybody was posting about that's that. That's right. Yes, that's right. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, happy Mother's Day to everybody, even though when you see this, it'll have passed. But today's Mother's Day. Right. Happy Mother's Day. Talked to my mom this morning. I, too, talked to your mom this morning. No, I mean, my mom. How's she doing? <laughs> <laughs> she said, tell Chris not to call me anymore. And I said, okay. <laughs> so we got a lot to cover. Uh, you know, we do. 
it was like thinking about doing a guest for this show it was like we got so much to get through because we had all those questions we didn't get to on the live episode because we were reading uh, the, the live ones. So we've got yes. two episodes worth of questions. So I'm really going to skim. I also have a bunch of notes of things I wanted to talk about. We have gifts, which I was going to ask you because the oh, shamrock yeah. shake and oh yeah, uh, should I bring these to Atlanta? Sure. And we can shoot something and we could crack them open. How about this? Are we going to shoot a show while you're here? You see this? Yeah. What Fast times at oh. high. It's nice. A, it's a fresh lime sour ale. Oh. <laughs> Sounds better than the shamrock shake. Yes, as long as there's no peanuts in it. Well, people reach out to me on Instagram and go, hey, I want to send you this cool pumpkin thing from Halloween I made, or I want to send you a figure, or I want to send you this. And I don't want to give them my home address, and I don't want to give them your address, so I got a P.O. box. Okay. Besides, well, Stephanie Stephanie needed a P.O. box for her business. So. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. if you want to give it out for people to, you know, send you specific stuff, I'm I'm fine with that. Like, if they want to send you gifts, you know, so I'm not right. getting them all. Well, I'll tell you what. What we'll do is uh, if you have a lovely gift or something that you've made that's awesome and you want to send it to me, DM me on Instagram. I'll give you my P.O. box. You can send it to my PO box. So let's do that. Boom. Um, I got free this, shit. I got this from Michael Mazzy. He, he sent us the the TV brick. TV brick. So we I each, love that. So we each got one, and we have a spare as well. Excellent. So I don't. I probably will just wait till you get back to give you this, unless you want me to bring your TV brick to. No, America. no. I, I I don't need to be lugging shit back to LA. I already have enough stuff. <laughs> okay. back to LA, so. so thank you michael we appreciate that um, thanks michael we also let's see i think i showed you these but i this we were just talking i don't think we put it on the show we got a package from terry olison olison uh, sean christopher first just wanted to say thanks for all you guys do it's deeply appreciated would you be able to sign the thing with two heads photo as I'm going to add it in the photo taken? I, I think I, I hope I already sent that to him. I think I did. Here's a Canadian staple for you and Christopher to snack on since they're not available in the States. Hope you like them. You, I'll bring these with me because I want to eat these. We'll have are these the our, Cheeto things. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have yeah. Them with our beer. Yeah. Those are good. Uh, yeah. Che cheesies. Yeah, those are good. I've had those. They're okay, great. I'm bringing these with me. Uh, we'll right. have them in Atlanta. Uh, your Horrors Hall Grounds episodes are fantastic. My favorite being the H3 locations and the remake of the Myers Mask with Tommy Lee Wallace. I'm grateful for the opportunity to express heartfelt appreciation for both of your con contributions. Sean, for your tireless commitment, and Christopher, for your totally insane talent. You both bring excitement and insight while being totally down-to-earth. I'm looking forward to a better and hopefully healthier year. All the best to you and your families. Take care, Terry. Thank you, Out Terry. Out. That's 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 awfully nice of you, Terry. Thank you. Terry is the man. Cool, so. Terry's the man. Terry is the man. And let's see, we got some other goodies here. I, now, some of these, I can't remember if I showed them or not. I don't think I did. And they're starting to get mixed up, so I'm starting. I'm a terrible, I'm a terrible host. Uh, Sean and Christopher, loving the show. You both have created such an amazing escape from the day-to-day -day routine. I have a, the best time tuning in and hearing all the stories of movies past. I have a get-off-my-lawn for you. People who don't yield drive me insane. 
they read yield as speed up and cut off morons well actually i have one for you i hate when you have when you get to a yield sign and it's it's like merging onto like another road and the merge lane uh yield has its own lane but mm. they stop and wait for the traffic it's like motherfucker you have your own lane keep going do not yeah, stop called, it's a merge lane yeah it's there it's, for you to merge yeah it's not it's not <laughs> yeah. a stop sign i hate right people. Yeah. i just hate people Anyway, I've included a couple magnets for you guys, just a small way to give back for all the time and dedication you both give to us all. I'm sure I speak for us all when I say that we totally appreciate and respect you both. Thanks and stay safe. Dave Gibson. And he sent, oh, thanks. Some, he sent some thing with two heads magnets. Oh, cool. On those wow. cool? Yeah. Yeah, those are cool. Thanks, man. That's awfully nice of you. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sean and Christopher loving the podcast and appreciate the effort you both put into it. I also like the free stuff. We all like free stuff. Says I enclosed a $20 bill for your time and effort. Sean can have a Diet Coke <laughs> and smile at Mickey D's. And Christopher can have the first bottle of white wine Kirkland has to offer at Costco. Take care. <laughs> keep up the good work. And thanks again, Justin. So I, I must have spent that 20 already, but I'll, I'll uh, get you that bottle of Kirkland. No, that's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm actually lightening up on the drinking too. I'm changing, I'm changing some things in my life. Uh oh, uh oh. So yeah, it's all good I, stuff. It's all healthy, good stuff, man. I'm actually on a diet. Good for you. You yeah, don't need I mean, to be. I do. I'm. Yeah. No, I do. I do. Uh, so do I. Hello, Christopher and Sean. This is Larry from New York. Just want to say Hi, I love your show. The thing with two heads. I never miss a show. I watch you and Chris all the time. I'm always enjoying your behind the scenes stories you guys tell. Christopher, I love your work on Halloween and really look forward to your work on Halloween kills and future movies. Yes. I would really love a picture of you both of the severed heads, blah, blah, blah. Did that already. You should have it by now. Sean, not sure if you remember, but you owe me a few stickers from Monster Mania Con 42. You said, look for me later. And when I found your table, you'd already ran out. Hey, bro, can't help it if I'm popular, bro. <laughs> you snooze, um, you lose, bro. Yeah. Hopefully, once things get back to normal, I'm hoping you can get Christopher Nelson here to Jersey for a Monster Mania Con. Looking forward to seeing you again, Sean, and to one day meeting you, Chris. Thank you both, Larry. By the way, here are four stickers for you from Gorick Army Military Events that I do and a Myers decal. You. Uh, that is. Special guest, Nate. Nick Castle. No, no. It, it's special guest, Nay. Hi, Nay. <laughs> uh, we're in the middle of a podcast. I'll just call back. Okay, love you. <laughs> uh, she, she, I knew she'd hate that. Uh, so he sent this. Uh, it's a dog, Gorik. Uh, okay. um, this is the military thing he was talking about. All right. And a Myers decal. Oh, look at that. Thank you, Larry. I don't, Larry, right? Yeah. I don't know if this is if this this is a big Myers decal too. Oh yeah, it is. Wow, look at that. Yeah. Does that go on your car? Where does that go? It, that, ain't it going on my, that ain't going on my car. That big pearlescent Michael Myers on my car. I don't need that <laughs> in my life. But thank you. Those are very cool, man. Those are very cool. Yeah. Now this one dude has sent us a couple packages, man. Dave Gibson. He he's He's back. Dave Gibson is back. He's back. Hi, Dave. He sent, look, 
two completely different types of writing, but it's the same dude. That's that's, that's multiple personality that's, disorder. Yeah, uh, Sean and Christopher, hello again. I sent out the thing with two heads magnet. He's the guy who did the thing with two heads magnet, and immediately oh, okay. thought, why not send something they would like? So many movie posters, magnets. I do graphic design, sign making for a living, and love doing things like this. So the thing, Shawshank are for Christopher and Days and Confused to Terror Train are for you, Sean. Enjoy, guys. P.S. Ever thought of taking a long trip up to Maine for a horse hog grounds filming locations, a pet cemetery? You could also visit Stephen King's house. Yes, I've been meaning to do that someday. I'll get there. So these are for you, Chris. He's got some oh, cool. cool magnets. Nice. And Thank these are you. mine. I get Terror Train and Days and Confused. Nice. Thanks, Dave. That's super cool. I love it. I love and it. I love it. He's not done. Dave's not done. No. He's the he's... gypsy. He's the gypsum, the gypsy. Dave Gypsy, the gyp. Sean Christopher, guys, can't tell you how much I love your show. Yeah, clearly. This is like the third letter, right? You guys are hilarious, and the way you keep us informed and entertained is second to none. When I'm at work, I put in my earbuds, fire up an episode, and productivity goes out the window. Just kidding. Speaking of work, I made these decals for your collections. Hope you enjoy. Get off my lawn is one of the best creations and podcasts. Big fan. Keep being the best, Dave Gibson. So he he got a bunch of these. Look at these, all these get off my lawn. Oh. Um, there's, there's these. There's a bunch That's of those. Cool. And then there's. <laughs> oh, that's awesome and we each get a he get us each a set so oh that's awesome yeah Thanks, those are dave. cool yeah, yeah dave, those are cool. those are really funny i like those yeah those are great um, get off my lawn let's see sean and christopher love the show i wondered if i could get a thing with two heads poster and some stickers well it's a mini poster it's an eight by ten poster uh two and i'm sure you already have it by now because i i'm on it two questions for each of you Favorite zombie movie, Dawn of the Dead for me. That's a good one. Yeah. Either original Dawn of the Dead or Night of the Living Dead. I'm an, I'm an, I love Night of the Living Dead so much. Same here. Same here. Favorite horror directing style, fast paced or slow ratchet up the tension? I'm slow. I'm a slow. Okay. I'm very slow. Guest, <laughs> guest idea, Rob Botin, the thing effects designer. Yeah. That's a great idea. Good it's luck. A great idea. Didn't think of that one. No. <laughs> if anyone can bring him out of retirement, you can. Thanks and be safe. Paul, how's an hour? How's an hour? Harrison Pepper. Harrison Pepper. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Hey, guys, I just wanted to send you a note and express to both of you how great the show is. As a small token of my appreciation, I have enclosed two stickers for all that you do. My friends and I keep coming up with different ways to say devil times five for devil some good laughs. Five. Stay safe and hopefully you guys can be at some con soon. Todd Hodges sent us devil's time, fi time five. <laughs> oh, nice. Thank you, Todd. That's awesome. Devil wow, times I, five. Oh my God. Uh, I haven't. Have I even opened these? Uh, Mr. Gypson has sent us even more. We each got our the own. Jip. The Gypster. The Jipper. The Jipper Master. Man, Dave, you're going crazy, bro. This one is addressed Aaron, directly Aaron. to me. Oh. Sean, I know you have your own as well. Sean, I know I keep sending the, the same stuff, but I think these look a lot better with the matte finish. 
Plus, there's a few more for you. I'm sending Christopher's in a separate envelope. Enjoy, good sir, Dave. So he sent, geez, Bride of Frankenstein. Nice. The Fog. Oh, nice. Uh, Halloween 3. These are all Ooh, magnets. Lovely. Night of the Creeps. That's cool. Um, Halloween. Oh, what's that movie? I don't know. Friday 13th, part one and two. All the greats, all the great movies. Um, yeah. Terror Train, Days the Confused, and Jaws. Nice. So nice. Thanks, that, Dave. Wow. I don't know what I'm gonna do with all these magnets now. I got to get another fridge. Um, <laughs> um, and then let's see what you got. I haven't opened yours. Let's see. Dear Chris, what kind of underwear do you wear, if um, any? Yours is hard to open. Let's see. And if it's written in cutout magazine letters, I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want you to read it. That's are you sure? Those are the fun ones. Um, <laughs> oh, it looks like let's pretty, see. Pretty, pretty clown man, clown man, pretty. This is the zodiac speaking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Christopher, hello. I just wanted to let you know that I love your work and I'm really enjoying the show. I hope you guys are getting sick of the magnets. I just thought these matte finish magnets look so much better. Anyway, thanks for all the fantastic episodes. Can't wait for more. Take care, Dave Gibson. Well, Dave, you're just prolonging the episode from really starting because we're having to just read your letters for like, you know. Um, but it looks like uh, you got pretty much all the exact same ones. Uh, except We started for, already. I know. You know what I mean. I'm just fucking around. Um, I, the only difference is it looked like you didn't get a dazed and confused. You got another Shawshank, but you got all the same ones I got. Love it. I love it. Yeah. Thanks, Dave. That's amazing. Going back to the convention vibe. I'm, I'm excited. I know that it's a giant headache for you probably, but I'm excited for conventions again. I'm excited I'm exci to go. I'm, I'm excited go. to see my friends. I'm excited yeah. to see the people that, you know, the vendors and the, the, the usual people that I used to see yeah. all the time. Um, yeah. And the and the fans, although I think it might be tougher to recognize people now with the, you know. Yeah, yeah. I fortunately, I have this sort of beaming sort of, uh, you know, people recognize me because of that. But I don't know. It's, we'll see. I'm, I'm excited. I wish I could promote. I have so many I have movies coming out. I have movies coming out next month. Fear Street starts. Yeah. The Fear Street movies, which I haven't heard a peep about, but. They showed a little blurb of it on a Netflix preview thing. I'm hoping everyone tunes into the Fear Street movies because I think they'll be fun. Which this kind of brings up a, a, a comment from Brandon Gregory. Um, and you feel free to respond to this how you wish. Okay. Uh, it shocks me that Christopher still can't talk about the Australian movie. Just about everybody knows what it is, especially since he's publicly attached to it. And it's even he even has an IMDb credit for it. Well, I'll tell you why. First of all, because <laughs> the IMDb thing I can't control. Stuff goes up there. I don't put that stuff up there. It just pops up. Doesn't the studio? And they, they must. The studio probably does it. Or somebody. Yes. yes. So if they but did that, can't you say that you, that you... No, because I, I can't say it because I signed an NDA. Oh. I sign an NDA and it doesn't matter until that thing comes out. I'm under, I, I, especially on a public platform. I mean, look, if you and I are talking and you're like, Hey, what were you doing in Australia? I'd probably tell you, but it's John five, it John five. Hi, John. Five. Well, let me tell him I'll call him back. Take it. Hey man. He's a special guest on the show now. Where, where was I? Oh yeah. You were talking about how you can't, you can't talk about shit. Okay. Uh, Brandon Gregory also commented 
that it's not horror, but I've always been disappointed that Gross Point Blank never got an official sequel. I agree with that. That's one of my favorite movies. That's a good one. And I plan on doing a locations thing on that one eventually. That's a good one. We have one more letter before we move on to questions. Hi, Sean and Chris. I've watched all the episodes and love the show. I also watch all your other content. Collection Complete. That's not... Collection Complete's not me. I was a guest on that, but you might mean The Collection, which is my thing. Horrors Holograms. I would love a signed thing with two heads picture. You already have it. You're welcome. Sean, I met you a couple times in the East Coast shows, Monster Mania, Living Dead Weekend, and look forward to seeing you guys at future shows. Hopefully, Chris does some shows. Keep up the great work, guys. Also interested to hear what you guys think of the Riddick movies, Pitch Black, Chronicles of Riddick, and Riddick. I thought these movies were badass. Thanks, Sean and Chris. Doug Little. Um, I Thanks, think I've only, I think I've only seen Pitch Black. I don't think I watched any of the other ones. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't watched any of those. I, I don't think I ever even saw Pitch Black. Well, there you go. There's our answer. <laughs> Sorry right. to disappoint you. Melted Seven. Congrats on the thirtieth episode, good sirs. Here's to many more. Dude, check it out. Check it out. That's all I got. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Fucking David Copperfield. Uh, Sean Sizemore. I'm glad you're finally putting the episodes on Apple Podcasts. I'm going back and listening to episodes again. Just wondering if Nick Castle ever gets his Myers mask off that styrofoam head. Thank you both for the so. autographed picture and stickers. Looks great in my horror-themed living room. Well, he put something over the styrofoam head, yeah, like a yeah. cloth or like, something. Yeah, like a bag. Put a bag, a bag or, or something. something. I don't know. Yeah. So I was at Nick's house yesterday, actually. How is how is Nikki? Mr. Castle is doing fine. Oh, by the way, I want to give a shout out to Craig Phillips, who who was uh, one of our super chats in our last live episode. And I missed him. And oh. I he, uh, I didn't you know, so he gets a shout out. Craig Phillips. We appreciate it, sir. Sorry. I Thank missed you, that. Craig. And by the way, we were talking about how Nick, we're like, where is Nick? And as I was going, when I went back and went through the episode, he did comment. We missed him. Did he really? Yeah, he did. We missed him. Oh, that's uh, too bad. He probably felt a little, you know, let down. He didn't say anything let's, to me. But. Let's call him up. Let's get him on here. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. How about a few get off my lawns, you know, since it's a popular subject. Do you have a few? I do. I do. What um, okay, hit me? Okay. What is the deal? <laughs> what's the deal? I mean, what's going on? You know, when you go to the public bathroom and people have done graffiti in the bathroom, right? Okay. All right. A public restroom. Who are the people doing carved graffiti in the toilet seats? Right. I mean, what? People that went to Chipotle. I don't know. But you've seen it, right? Where like they'll carve uh, like some like gang name into the fucking toilet seat, like sure, sure. Like really, you're gonna hold on to a toilet seat that everybody's been <laughs> shitting and pissing all you over. You tagged and, it, and you tagged. I mean, you tagged a shitter. <laughs> I mean, I don't get that. It's like that. I don't get graffiti at all. I don't get even. I don't either. Drawing. I don't. I don't get going into a stall and you see, you know, and it's always a dick or something. What is with guys drawing dicks in bathroom stalls and shit? What is your deal? Like, or when they draw some, 
I guess it's supposed to be kind of cholo gang looking shit that you just cannot read. Right. It, it's 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 like what is the purpose of the tag no one can read? Yeah, I don't even know what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Okay. So there's that one. Um there's also <clears throat> this, there's a cleaners by my house. Now mind you, I never really go to this cleaners, but it's right <laughs> next door to a subway that I go to a lot. And every time I go to the subway, the cleaners, the open sign is lit up, the neon open sign, the the open sign that's on the door that's just a flip over thing says open, but there's always a piece of paper that says, you know, be back in 20 minutes or some shit. It's like, right. can't you just shut the things? I mean, you're not open. Flip the sign and turn yeah. it off. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I, they do that if you arrive there. And you're like, oh, it's open. And then it says, we'll be right back. If they just had it closed, then the person's going to go, oh, they're closed today. I'm not coming back. And they'll leave and not come back. This is this is that that well, sly, sneaky way of going. Yeah, we'll but it's right bullshit. Back, back. But that's the thing. If you're going to the cleaners and you pull up and you see a note on the door, you're going to read right. it. You yeah. don't need to be sucked in with the open sign. Right. I don't know. Oh, I think it's false advertising. Take you to the cleaners. Also, what is going on lately with what's the deal? I mean, what's going on with all this political correctness? Um, <laughs> it's like you know, lately I've been hearing all this stuff about new words you can't say, and it, it's getting ridiculous, man. I mean, stuff like lately I've been hearing a big thing about Native Americans, like you can't say spirit animal anymore, that that's offensive. That if you say, oh, something's my spirit animal, like, oh, that's our thing, and you don't know what that's about, and that's offensive. Oh, is that because they're considering cultural appropriation yeah. or something? Yeah, like cultural. Yeah. You can't say, oh, let's have a powwow. Powwow, bad word now. Right. <laughs> I, I, Dude, I don't even know what to call people anymore. Can you call somebody, can you call a Native, Native American even an Indian anymore, or is that? I don't know. I, I, you know, uh, where, where does it end? I mean, yeah. where does it end? I mean, it's getting yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, that's a whole thing. And I, and that would, that I guess that would have been a get off my lawn thing for me is that I'm fine. And maybe it's, again, it's a generational thing. Maybe it's a millennial thing. I don't know what it is, but I'm finding, especially with like a lot of programming, like if you mm -hmm. watch any new series or, or even movies, but everyone's a whiny crybaby, first of all. Second of all, the entitlement and the people being mean to each other or rude to each other, but then them getting offended when you call them on their rudeness, like that's a huge thing for me now. And it's happening everywhere. Like someone's being a dick, right? And you go, you're being a dick. And they go, oh, I can't believe you just said that. And they get really upset at you, you know? Mm -hmm. And everybody's like, I'm noticing a lot of people when they don't get what they want, is that entitlement? They don't get what they want. Everyone's such a crybaby now. It's like, it's life. It's hard. Yeah. You're not going to always get what you want. And you can't walk around being a dick about it mm -hmm. to other people, you know? Bro. You're not even paying attention to me. Yeah, I, I, I hear you. Uh, another, another one. And it's funny because, you know, when you grow up, and people say things and it's just a saying and you don't think about it and you don't know what it even means, but it becomes just part of your vocabulary. I'll give you an example because this this happened a while ago, actually, um, but this sportscaster got in trouble for saying uh, cotton pick and minute, you know, like wait a cotton pick and minute. And it was in he said something 
like, but it was in reference to an African-American player. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, you can't say that. And it's like, I mean, I when I sit and I think cotton picking, okay, I guess I can see where that could be. But mm-hmm. it's one of those things that I remember people saying that and it never crossed my mind what it even meant. You just, mm-hmm. you know, you like, it just mean wait a darn minute. That's what it meant, you know? Right. I never yeah. thought about, you know, you got to give some people a pass for, things that they're you know ignorant about because i was ignorant about that one i never even thought i don't use the term but when Mm -hmm. i heard it i knew what he meant you know Mm -hmm. now people are taking it another way and Mm -hmm. you're the white devil and Mm -hmm. you need to be canceled um (laughs) have you uh, oh i do i i I have no patience for ignorance but i do believe that it there can be a ignorance that can be corrected everyone can be corrected and change you know just it's it's how you approach it it's like you don't have to be hostile about it just correct me or correct the person maturely and have them like give them the opportunity to make that adjustment and move on mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that's it you watched anything new lately Any, i mean other than the friday the 13th <sighs> i watched anything new i honestly i haven't had a lot of time to sit and really watch anything new i think we covered it on the live show I think we talked about Mortal Kombat, didn't we? We talked about. Um, I think we talked about. I, I, we didn't talk about seeing it. We talked. I, I said I wanted to see it. I've seen it since then. Oh, yeah, I saw it. I thought it was fun. I mean, did you like it? I, it was exactly what I expected. Really, I mean, right. I, I, I was entertained by it. I mean, I'm not. It wasn't a great movie, but right, yeah. But it was exactly what I wanted from Mortal Kombat. I wanted right gore fight scenes you know right yeah it was okay i mean i i enjoyed it yeah i i i'm not a gamer and i never have been a gamer so i don't i don't really relate to that whole thing i get it as an entertaining action movie sure i wasn't crazy about it um it took me about two three attempts to get through it Mm -hmm. um but uh i did like the goro i I like that The, the Goro thing was cool. Um, other than that, it's like, I find, again, these things get so convoluted with, with it, it, look, it's Mortal Kombat. I, I'd have been happy if it was like, hey, there's this big tournament and a bunch of people enter it and then there's fighting. Like, I would have appreciated it better. I didn't need the whole, there's some kind of dragon tattoo branding thing that is handed down through the thing and this guy's family and the dead. I was like, meh, meh, meh. You don't need all that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, stop trying to give it more meaning than what it is people are just tuning in to see yeah. the shit you know what i mean so i watched that gacy documentary series john wayne gacy uh-huh. uh-huh how's that um very informative too long it was like it was something like five or six episodes when you probably could have condensed it all into three it got a little mm-hmm. boring at times mm-hmm. but it was interesting to see, like, they used this final inner, you know, they did an interview with him in, mm-hmm. in prison. And it was, it was interesting to, I mean, you could just see that the guy was a, a master manipulator and a pathological liar. And it, it was, it was interesting. I, 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 uh, I, I enjoyed it. I've also been watching all the new creep show episodes. Uh, if you've seen any of them. Yeah, how's that? actually better i th- i think it might be better than the first season there's a lot of fun stuff in there there's there was one episode that i thought both episodes were not very good i think uh 
episode four, I think, um, which bums me out because Barbara Cramden's a good friend and I love her, but her episode I did not like. And um, there was some other, it was whatever the other episode was that was attached to that one because they were two in one episode. The last episode was really interesting. You should check it out. It was like an hour long episode and it stars Justin Long and Nicotero directed it. And I think Dana Gould wrote it. And it's really cool, like thing about uh, like a VR thing where you get put in a movie Mm -hmm. and the way they did it was very clever. I thought Mm -hmm. the ending was a little disappointing, uh, but the way they did, they put basically put him in the movie Horror Express Mm -hmm. and it was very clever how they did it. It looked really good. I think you should check that one out. And there's been some fun ones. There was a real fun one that was basically an evil dead homage thing like that was straight up ted raimi playing ted raimi getting possessed of the necronomicon the whole i mean it was it it was a fun episode it was just fun there's been a lot of fun stuff this season i watched class of 1999 part two oh which i didn't even know existed okay oh my god is that a terrible film like i mean first off what would you equate it to like uh, terrible on the level of like say what like a troll too terrible almost i mean it's it's funny is because they they show on the artwork it, they show kind of the same stuff from class of 1999 that mm-hmm. sort of half android torn up face you know but the only time you see that in the movie is the flashback stuff from the f- previous film there is no special effects in this movie at all Huh. It's really a bad martial arts movie with okay. this one guy who's supposed to be the final robot teacher who's keeping the kids in line. <laughs> but then you find out he's not even a robot. He's just a guy that that's mentally messed like up but knows but knows kung fu. <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. Robot teacher to keep kids in line. That's and the all story. the students that's in this high school wear like colored jumpsuits, you know? Right. Yeah. And the way they make the school look all run down, I'm not okay. shitting you. They literally hung plastic sheeting on all the buildings and painted graffiti on the plastic sheeting. Right. Because, yeah, because you can't. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Hey, it is absolutely it's no circuit. It's, it's no circuitry, man, is what you're saying. No. <laughs> I also saw this Aubrey Plaza movie called Black Bear. Hmm. I was going to watch that. How is that? Wait, what's that about? Maybe I did watch it. She's a writer and she goes to uh, this Airbnb out in like the woods on a lake. Uh Uh And she's an actress who's writing a screenplay. She's also a writer. I started watching that. How far did you get? I don't remember. That's that's uh, I do. Uh, that uh, shows you that I didn't even remember that I started watching it. But I I started watching it because I like Aubrey Plaza. Me too. And I was like, I started watching it. Like, what the fuck is this movie? And I just turned it off. I don't know what happened. Because it's basically it's this couple that's living there, and then she is renting the room, and then right. an attraction starts between her and the guy's the woman's boyfriend, and she's right. pregnant with his child. Right. Yeah. And this sort of paranoia, you're going to cheat on me with her. And then he does. But but then halfway through the movie, it just it gets to a point where it just stops. And it says like part two. 
and then it's role reversal and the movie changes completely the women are switched characters and it's a and it's they're making this movie and there's a film crew and they're filming everything you just watched right it's it's trying to be super super clever but it's yeah it's super heavy-handed yeah it was worth watching Uh. um but it was just kind of like i kind of got into the movie up to the part where it stopped it got pretty intense Mm -hmm. and i was Mm -hmm. like oh shit and then it was Mm -hmm. like boom stop no doing it over differently and I'm like, no, I was, re- I wanted more of this. I was enjoying it. So that was a little disappointing for me. Hmm. Oh, by the way, I want to say a note to anybody who is, who wants stickers or a signed photo or whatever from us. PO box number is going to be down here. If you want a signed eight by 10, send an envelope with the prepaid postage or the postage on it. Um, I would suggest at least $2 worth of postage because I end up coming out of pocket on every one of these. Um, Sean doesn't like that. Don't don't. Sean doesn't, doesn't like, like them out of pocket, but do, do not send them in a bubble wrap envelope. If it's a bubble wrap, even though it's thin, the post office charges five dollars and up for bubble wrap envelopes. It has to be a regular paper envelope. I will put cardboard in it so it doesn't get bent up, but no bubble wrap. No bubble wrap. You guys. no 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 no. We've had some deaths uh, sent uh, other than your father. Um, uh, Billy let's Hayes. Let's talk about death. Let's talk let's about talk death. About Billy death Hayes, right Witchy Poo from HR yeah. Puff and stuff, and the Weenie yeah. Genie from Lidsville. She passed yeah. away. I didn't realize she was as old as she was. She was like 94, 95, something like that. Oh, wow. Because I met her like 20 years ago and she looked young. She was a, she was mm-hmm. tiny, you know, but she looked like a little pixie. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't realize she was probably 75 when I met her. Mm-hmm. And Tawny Katane, which was a shock. Tawny Katane, yeah. She um, was 59? 59. 59. Yeah. What did she die of? Do we know yet? They haven't released it. She found at her home, and they haven't said, which, you know, that means one of two things. Drugs. Overdose or suicide. Yeah. yeah, right. I mean, I just they should just say. Just because as soon as they don't say, you immediately go to those two. Well, she killed herself or drug overdose. Well, I, I, I think it's speculation and they can't do an official thing until an autopsy and autopsies take a long time. Well, you know, we need to, we need to fast track that shit. I know, I know that the fans have to know. We got to know. <laughs> I need it's to not know. enough that someone died. We have to know how and all the sort of details yeah, yeah. too. Photos would be good too. If we could have photos. Jesus. This culture. Um, I know, right? I mean, we should get HD video instead of photos. I mean, so that's a bummer. I met her at a chiller theater. She was a guest and I had her sign the first two rat albums because she appeared on the cover of the first two rat albums. Yep. First rat album is good. Out of the Cellar's good album. That's the second rat album. Oh, well, not counting the EP. I don't count the EP. I'm counting the EP. I just said the first two. Those are the first two. That's her legs. That's Tawny Katane's legs. Sure. You want to get into semantics about it and wax I would do. about it? Fuck. I do. It's a fucking rat album. Take it easy. I don't know if you, if you have this, but whenever you're looking through Instagram or Facebook or whatever, and somebody posts a photo with an old celebrity, mm-hmm. 
before you read what it is, don't you immediately go to, oh shit, I hope they didn't die. <laughs> I, I do that every time I see somebody post a picture with like an Did old- Did they die? Because that as <laughs> soon as someone dies, everybody's posting their pictures. Posting the shit, yeah. So every yeah. time I see an elderly celebrity pop up in a photo with someone, yeah. Yeah. I immediately kind of get the heart drop. Oh shit, they didn't die. Did they? Right. Oh good, right. they're alive. I, right. I don't know. I guess you could call that a get off my lawn moment for me. I don't I don't like the fact that, you know, people post that shit. Not not just posting a photo, but like when someone does die, someone automatically has to post a photo of them with this person. Go, look, I met this person. They're dead now. Like I don't I don't understand that mentality. I don't know what I'm that guilty is. of that sometimes. I've yeah. I, I I just don't know what that is. What what is that? Do you think? I think it's just a way of if if you're going to comment on you know oh I met them and they were so nice and here's okay. kind of when I met them and you know you don't think it's a, a deep seated hidden parasocial uh, for me it is thing. but not for other people right okay gotcha <laughs> so. This is this is funny. Check this out. So yesterday, I I did we did a private signing with um, four of the cast members from Christine. Cool. And Bill Ostrander was there, who played Buddy Repperton. Uh huh. And uh, he, I don't know. Some people know that he's he's been. I'll make you wish you were never born. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. He was in politics. He's been he he ran for oh, office. Wow. Yeah. He he ran for office not too long ago i don't remember what position of it was in california in california yeah northern california is where he lives and so anyway i had asked him about it i said oh hey how did that go and he didn't win unfortunately Mm -hmm. but he said the funniest part about the whole thing was the guy he was running against Mm -hmm. his name was cunningham no really yeah (laughs) that's funny (laughs) and i was like dude you you could have totally played that up. Just you could have yeah. just turn the character on. And go, you're gonna vote for Cuntingham? You know <laughs> oh, that that would have worked. Yeah. Does hey, he still man. have the same hair? Does he still no. have that awesome? No, hair? no, he's got he's got hair that's your color, but like super like he like tight shaved to the right. Uh, but he's still jacked. Is he? Oh yeah, that's yeah. Cool. I love that movie. I love oh, Christine. Yeah. I think it's a great. I had lunch with Malcolm Denar yesterday, who played Moochie, and mm-hmm. also from Popcorn and Heaven yeah. Help Us and yeah. uh, the Matthew Broderick Godzilla. What else was Malcolm in? Lords of Discipline. It's been a bunch of Flashdance. It's been a bunch of stuff. Anyway, he's going to be in my Christine episode of Horizontal Grounds. We're going to go back oh. to where he gets chased. We're going to, that'll be cool. That's cool. It's funny. I make notes of things to talk about. And sometimes I look at my notes and I go, we don't need to talk about that. No, no, I <laughs> go, I do. don't remember what the note is. Like, oh. like I just write something vague down and I'm like, I right. should remember that. And then I it don't. says something like teacups. You no, want to know what this says? I was thinking teacups. Yeah. What's it, it, say? it actually says COVID crosswalk. <laughs> and I, I think it, I think it was what that is. I couldn't even begin to say. Is that a get off my lawn thing? It might be. You know what I hate? Crossing the street during COVID. No, what is the deal? (laughs) I think what it I think what that might have been was Ben was when you're no, I don't know. I don't know what that means. I gotta pee. (laughs) I'll be right back. There you have it, folks. (laughs) And done.
COVID crosswalk. What would that mean? COVID crosswalk? That, da that dates it, don't you think? That, that dates the band. It's so 2020. Well, so 2020. I hope not. COVID crosswalk. It could be, uh, I don't know. That would date the band, though. Yeah, I don't know what fuck COVID crosswalk meant. Maybe it'll pop in my head one of these days. I went to the new Camp Horror store at... Uh, oh, yeah. How was oh. that? At uh, Mystic Museum? Yeah, it was cool. It's cool. Was I mean, it? Yeah, I mean, it's basically they just added another section to their store. They expanded it to where I think where that wasn't it like a pet place next door. I think so. Yeah. On the corner. Yeah. And now it's just kind of slasher camp themed merchandise in there. I I don't. Uh -huh. I, it, I it's. I don't really know if that can last like that it's kind of just, just yeah spam the store you don't need to make it a theme but whatever it's it's cool and then i saw the the new slashback exhibit which you know was pretty much like the last one but you know they had uh -huh. some, they actually put real movies in there this time uh -huh. which is kind of cool to see all the old ones and uh -huh. um it was fun i mean i always go to support it you know support our friends mr turek and and the good folks at uh at uh mystic mystic Museum. Yeah, Eric and Kiko. I don't know uh, them. I don't know them by name, but they always say hi to me and act like yeah, they know me when I come in there. So they're good people. Yeah. yeah. I bought a Groovy Ghoulies Bonaparte boxed Halloween costume. They had oh. paid too much for it, but you know, it's cool. Right. Um, so we've been on here for a while already and really haven't even got into these questions questions we got questions so are what you I'll saying do, you don't want to do the questions no 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 uh, no i'm gonna skim i'm gonna look for good ones look for the good um, ones oh kevin writes and said i got a new album recommendation for you guys gojira oh i heard them he said their album fortitude is a great new album mario duplant to planter killer drummer yeah i heard oh. them yeah it's not bad yeah, I'll check I've that out. That. The other thing, oh, going back, sorry not to interrupt you, the, going back to what, did I watch anything? I did watch that new Dave Grohl documentary, the one called What Drives Us. Oh, I haven't seen that. Uh, it's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. It's, it's you know, it's a bunch of rock stars going, we used to drive around in a van before, now we're super famous, and now everyone's famous, and, you know, it's 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 a it's a puff piece, but it's it's good. It's, it's, it's not bad. This guy, Jeff Wildman, wrote a little bit of a long one, but I like some of the points he hits here, so I'm going to go through this one. Right. I just recently finally started listening in audio form. I'm starting at the beginning, so I'm only way back at episode six. You guys are amazing. I was excited to hear what you guys could bring and was hooked episode one. Couple of things I'd like to say, but won't ramble too long. Sean, I've been a huge fan of HHG since discovering it on one of the Scream Factory Blu-rays, Village of the Damned, I think. And it's been like Christmas every time I see that feature on the back of a slipcover. I'm a huge fan of revisiting film locations and you do it best, dude. Also, I was excited to hear your McDonald's Diet Coke story because I do the exact same thing. I love my daily Diet Coke run. I do. <laughs> I do it to the drive through buy two, and fridge the second. And no place does Fountain DC better. Now, the funny thing, right? 
I have a second one in the fridge. I do the exact same thing. It was such a nice treat to hear that someone else shares my passion. Christopher, I've been a big fan of your work for a long time. Some I've known you for, others I am discovering while listening. I was floored to hear you played the groom. I'm a huge fan of Kill Bill, and for some reason all these years, I always liked that character. He just seemed like such a nice dude and great for Beatrix. Was it Beatrice? Beatrix? Beatrix. So sad he had to get murdered like that. Anyway, I can't <laughs> wait. I can't wait to continue through your back catalog and look forward to catching up to the new episodes that have made a perfect addition to my two and a half hour daily commute. Thank you, gents. Well, great. Thank you, man. W- welcome to the the thing with two heads family. That's right. Thank you for for continuing for yeah being here. <laughs> sad that you had to get murdered that way <laughs> yeah it's a bum that yeah, you know it's funny that... i still get i still get people that i know and have known for a long time will text me and go I, I swear to god it wasn't that long ago someone i knew went texted me and said there's this guy in kill bill that looks exactly like you and i'm like are you fucking with me or and they're like no i had no idea i'm like really <laughs> after all this time <laughs> But anyway, Charlie Jeffrey James said, Sean, I love your existence, man. Wow. Your horse hog grounds, your channel and your collection is damn superior. You own the original poltergeist clown and I'm freaking the hell out. Poltergeist is a staple of the eighties and a huge part of my childhood intro to horror. It's crazy. There's not many collectibles available for this classic and you've got the mother load man stunner. Thank you. Appreciate you enjoying uh, all the goodies. He also mentioned that they missed a golden opportunity not to bring the clown back in Poltergeist 2. And, you know, I agree with that. They could have done something with that in the second one. Should have made it all about the clown. Yeah, it should have just called Poltergeist 2, Revenge of the Clown. Right, Polter Clown. Why not? Clowny, clowny, clown, clown. Oh, don't get all fucking Crispin Glover on me. Crispin Hellion Glover. (laughs) Dude, I used to listen to that album all the time. It's crazy, right? Clown. Oh, it's I remember so when good. That came out. So I got a good. signed copy. Wow, that's cool. I did, right, right here. I, I have it on vinyl, but then I have the CD signed. Wow. Um, get it, Mister Far. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> see what a see what a cigar will do. <laughs> I, I just I used to quote that all the time matt ray i'm late to the game on this but i always thought a sequel to the fog would have been cool similar to the crow the fog would allow those who died as the result of the betrayal to come back and exact revenge for a price anyway it was great to have you guys back and can't wait for the next one thank you and that's, that's where i nice. suggested the fog Two: six more must die the title the fog Two: foggier way foggier foghorn Fog times six. Sean, what horror autograph would be your holy grail? Hmm. Mm. That's a mm-hmm. good question. Uh, are you an autograph? Oh, you are an autograph yeah, guy. Of yeah. course you I, are. I would love But you back- like stuff signed. You're not, you don't just collect autographs. You like no, I mean I stuff I, signed by people. I, I, I mean, I would take like a piece of paper signed if it was like a Bella Lugosi or a Boris Karloff. Those are right, a couple. Sure. Those are a couple yeah. I would like to own. A a Stanley Kubrick I'd love to own. Richard Marlowe says, I feel personally attacked by Christopher Nelson's comments about TVs mounted over fireplaces. (laughs) (laughs) 
I have two in my house. Love the show, guys. <laughs> That's really funny. I, I like that one. Yeah. I'm sorry about that, buddy, but hey, man. Whatever gets you, whatever, whatever entertains your float your boats, it's just not my thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Personally attacked. Sequels that sucked, somebody posted. American War Off in Paris. The yes, Howling well. 2. Scanners 2. Escape from LA. Rage yeah. Carry 2. I eh, The Rage Carry 2 is not bad. I, huh. I mean, it's not a worthy sequel to the original carry, but actually the rage carry two isn't that bad. Exorcist two. Well, totally agree. Sequels. that sucks. Easy. You could go all fucking day with that. Return to Salem's lot. Uh, the Hills have eyes too, which is, you know, half the movie is flat dog having a flashback. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, uh, it's funny that you say that because I just, that's the other thing going back to what, what have you watched? And, and I, I remembered I watched that. What's it called? In the Darkness 2? Oh, yeah. yeah. Is the, that what it's called? In, the, into the, Darkness? Into the Darkness, the 80s like documentary? Yeah. Yeah, I watched the second one. Oh, there's a second one? There's a second one. Oh, yeah. And? It's not bad. It's, it's not bad. It's the same vibe. You know, they just revisit movies and talk to people about it. Some unqualified and some qualified, but uh, it's, uh, it's not bad. It was interesting. The choices they made of movies uh, in the second one. And that was one of them. Hills Have Eyes 2 is one of the choices. I was like, why, why did you choose that? There's a lot of movies they covered that you're going, why of all the movies that came out in the eighties, why would you pick that one? There's a lot of that. Because I think they're going to keep milking this as long as they can make money on it. Probably, yeah. So, you know, got to throw in a couple turkeys like that. Bubba said, great show, fellas. The 80s kid in me still wants to see a sequel to Silver Bullet. I really don't understand why Halloween 3 Season the Witch doesn't have at least one sequel. That storyline is so rich and fertile for so many different storylines to spin off of. Hmm. Well, you would think that by now, with the resurgence of that film, that somebody would do something with that. But I mean, what, that Halloween would be a three. Yeah, that would be a fun series, you know, do something. Oh, yeah. You know, absolutely. That should completely be a series, an anthology series. That every episode's different, but based around Halloween and call it Season of the Witch or something. Who knows? Maybe all you guys are, you know, maybe, maybe that is being done. Maybe, you know, Michael Myers is just a product of, uh, maybe he's a robot. Jacob Bassett said, I'd really like to see a sequel to Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. I liked everything till the climax, and I know they planned to make a sequel at one point, but sadly it hasn't happened yet. That's an interesting concept. What if Loomis was like just like Connell Cochran, and he created Myers. He killed the real Michael Myers, replaced him with the robot, and he's just been running around. You know, every time we see him, like you think that, you know, we could see you could take the original Halloween and show the scenes you didn't see where he actually meets up with Michael and fine tunes him. You know, for maybe the gunshot. Oh, Loomis made him? Yeah, Loomis made him. Dr. So he's Loomis just running around. He's running around pretending to be chasing him, but he's actually just following him and tinkering him to make sure he keeps killing. <laughs> pretending to chase yeah. him. He just does it for exposure. The thing about, how great would those exposure. how great would these scenes be? Loomis like staring into a mirror in his hotel room. He's like, I, I shot him six times. Wait, no, I shot him six times. No, wait, hold on. Hey, I shot him I six shot times. Him six wait, times. Wait, wait, I, I shot him six I times. 
I shot him six times. He's sitting there practicing, you know, because he wants yeah, to be convincing. Yeah. No, I like the idea that Michael Myers is a, is a Cochrane robot the yeah. whole time. He's been a robot the whole time. Yeah, think about that. My greatest time in creation has been out there yeah. killing for years. For years. Um, uh, Boogeyman Ben. Boogeyman Ben. Come around the band. Boogeyman Ben. Boogeyman Ben. He's back. It's been a while. Hey. Uh, wow. This was absolutely wonderful. I have been a longtime fan of Patrick and Marcus. Oh, he's commenting on the Patrick and Marcus episode. Huge fan of the Collector franchise and was so looking forward to the third film. The information about the Collected was very disappointing. I cannot believe that happened. Well, you're welcome. We're glad to disappoint. Um, I had always thought that the pandemic is what shut the production down. I hope the information shared here by the filmmakers helps rectify the situation. I'm a huge fan of The Neighbor, and I think it is really underrated. I met Josh Stewart at the con back in 2014. It was an honor. That guy is a terrific actor. I was happy to hear them rave about him. Thanks so much, as always, for this amazing podcast. You got it, Ben. You got it there, Ben, man. Ben, ben, Thanks, ben. man. Justin M says we need a sequel to The Guest, The Dead Zone, or Blood Creek. Don't know oh, Blood Creek. Dead I Zone. Yeah, I hear they're doing wow. a sequel to The Guest. You wouldn't want oh. a, a a Dead Zone sequel. You could, no, you could bring Walken back Zone. now, and he could just be like, no. I suppressed it for all these years, but Not now dead. I'm seeing the ice is going to break again. That could be the, I didn't that could die. Be the trailer. I didn't die. Um, How about now? No, like, that, that could just be like, close. picture this. This is the whole trailer. He's sitting there, camera slowly panning on, on Christopher Walken. And he's, yeah. he's like, the ice is going to break again. again. Like that. <laughs> or no, he has to do it like this. Again. 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 <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it didn't die. Dead Zone 2. But I mean, there is the Dead Zone TV series. Anthony TV Michael series Hall, with Anthony Michael Hall. of Halloween Kills. Halloween Kills. And Sean Patrick Flannery. I love the Dead Zone movie. I think it's a fantastic film. I still love it to this day. And uh, it's one of those things you shouldn't touch, I think. Okay. Matt Ray said, another great episode as always, gentlemen. When talking about sequels, I'd love to see, I'd love to see a sequel to Trick or Treat. At the time when vinyl collecting has gone mainstream, the story could easily see a new character accidentally bring back Sammy Kerr. I'm down for that. Uh, that trick or treat. Uh, you you need a new Sammy Kerr because that you know he died shortly after filming. More death, great. Well, he did. I mean, it's true. He died. <laughs> he died of AIDS. He was a solid gold, to... solid gold dancer, by the way. That's right. I remember that. That's right. Solid gold. Great show. I used to like that show. Who did you like better as a host, Marilyn McCoo or Andy Gibb? Andy Gibb. Uh, Marilyn McCoo was better looking, but you know. Well, yeah, but Andy Gibb was this really stiff, like he was terrible at it. That's what made it so great. Fair enough. Don Harrison would like to see a sequel to They Live. Absinthe the Maniac or Absinthe Maniac. Absinthe Maniac. It's funny. Absinthe it's abs it could go so many different ways. Abs in the Maniac <laughs> or Absent the maniac. This is like I'll take anal bum cover for five hundred. Absent, absent the maniac. When you read it, though, you see what I'm saying. Abs the maniac. Uh, 
Absinthe maniac. Absinthe maniac. He totally, totally pulled the anal bum cover. That's awesome. <laughs> what a great episode. It's a shame Christopher got disappeared. Oh, yeah, because you disappeared before the during when we started the uh Yeah. Yeah. I personally thought it made the episode better. I'm just <clears throat> truly heartbreaking to hear about that's all my, the love. That's and... my friend right there, everybody. That's my buddy Sean. See, right see what you just comment. see how you just cut me off. I didn't have to deal oh. with that during the interview. Right. With him. Sure. Truly heartbreaking to hear about all the love and passion that's gone into Collector Three that we'll probably never see the light of day. I hope Sean and Christopher are doing well. Lots of love from Australia, Michael. Good um, on yeah. Melted Seven said that Maximum Overdrive deserved many sequels. <laughs> many sequels. He ain't even fucking many. around. He wants many. many sequels. He just wants to see movies about trucks. But you know what? Ghost. I am going to give that to him because he gave us those cool masks. So, okay. David Phillips, Marcus seems like such a nice guy. I love the collector movies. Um. Oh, I guess that's it. What, you didn't like Patrick? Patrick didn't seem like a nice guy. Patrick's a nice guy. Paul Hausenauer said, Hassen, Hassenauer, Paul Hassenauer. I always fuck his name up. He's He he put in quotes, everyone has a ham, hammerhead. <laughs> and he's laughing. Said, I totally agree about too many sequels. Originality is getting more scarce. They better not remake Jaws or Alien. Great interview. Love the show. He's commenting on your thing. Everything has a hammer. All the aliens are whatever have hammerheads <laughs> everything's got a hammerhead everything's got a hammerhead give it a hammerhead kevin crabtree sean you did a great job this interview with these two fine gentlemen thank you no interruptions that helps fuck <laughs> you i've watched every two heads show since the beginning you and chris have great chemistry amazing knowledge of the horror world and i love watching every show it's my favorite thing on youtube Back in 1994, I actually saw Donald Pleasance in London at Trafalgar Square walking Trafalgar with his wife, Trafalgar, which is, you know, Trafalgar where Trafalgar Square, Trafalgar Square, where David in American War in London is yelling the things about the Queen. I chickened out asking him for his autograph, but the really great thing was he was wearing a beige long overcoat, just like in Halloween. I stood right beside him waiting to cross the street. Was it a COVID crosswalk? I wonder, and had the Halloween music playing in my head. It was awesome. Love watching your shows and also the Horror Hounds best wishes from Sheffield, England. Actually, the same place where Donald grew up as a kid. Thank you, Kevin. Appreciate it. Thanks, Kevin. L66 Incubo said, thanks for the TV movie recommendations. Some movies that could have had noteworthy sequels, Brain Scan, Shocker, The Burning, Nightbreed, the dead zone. Everybody wants some dead zone, bro. Watch the TV show then. I'm telling you. It's funny. Is This is bringing up a memory from the first time I saw John Carpenter at a Fangoria convention in 94. And a fan said, hey, are you, are you ever going to do a, a sequel to The Thing? And he goes, you read the comic books. Do that. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So he was referring to the Dark Horse comic books. Yeah, yeah. He said to read those instead. Um, yeah. He'll never uh, do another movie in the snow, not unless it's got like a ridiculous amount. He told me that as we yeah. talked. And this goes back to that movie I wrote that took place in the snow and he wanted to direct it, but he was like, the only way I'll do a movie in the snow is if the budget is insane. 
Joe Co said my other choices would be My Bloody Valentine, either have it as a seven part, one episode per week, one season series where the killings start right after Christmas and lead right up to Valentine's Day. He's really put some thought into this. Or yeah. have a sequel movie where the killer seems to be Axel Palmer because the killer is witnessed with one hand and his his right hand, but the last kill reveals a twist where he seems th- the killer is killing with his left hand, which is the one Axel cut off. Yeah, I think you're thinking way too deep into that. Uh, R.C. Cola said, good stuff. I watched The Collector for the first time with some friends this past weekend after you guys recommended it. I think the last episode, and everybody loved it. Fun flick. Glad I saw it prior to this episode. Sucks that Chris went missing at the beginning of the interview, or does it? Looking forward to next time. Love you guys. See, people missed me. So what, why me. why do you have a good connection now? Same room, same room. I don't know. See, I think you just didn't want to be there. I think you're just like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. I would go that far. Yeah. You don't know me by now. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Getting through these. Uh, any thoughts on the Arclight cinema closures? I love that chain. I hope the Cinerama Dome can be kept alive as a movie theater. There he is. Well, now we can talk about Chris. Have you noticed he looks like he's put on some weight? Is it just me? Yeah, I agree. Put your comments down below. Fuck you. <laughs> Any thoughts on Dark Light and the Cinedome and all that? I don't think the Cinerama Dome's going to close. It's a historical fucking monument. I don't think they'll close that. So well, I'll also buy it and open it up. Tarantino would buy it and open it up before anything. I mean, it's not going to close. Arclight, I could see switching over or closing down. I can't see some from the dome. But I think I can, it actually is an official historic site. It is, but it doesn't mean it yeah. has to stay a theater. It could be a fucking Sephora next time you drive by. Could be a museum. Could be a movie museum. That'd be awesome. But I don't think so. I think it'll stay there. Michael Berry wants to know, have you guys seen The Toll? Watched it last night. Pretty good. Having heard of the toll, never heard of it. So that's a negative. Bob Calderon said, "Hello, Sean and Christopher. You're right about remake movies. You're right. It's time to have new ideas. I think they do it so it is easy to make. And with toys being to go along with these movies, it is also the cause. Great show. Keep up the good work. Thank you. See, NECA already put out an announcement that Halloween Kills Ultimate Figure is coming soon." Yeah, I was like, huh. Doug Roberts said, "Hi, Sean and Christopher. Love the show. Just wondering if if you either Christopher or yourself have seen the documentary Demon House, and if so, what did you think of it? I think I started to watch it. Is that Zach Baggins thing about that house he bought that's supposed to be possessed or some bullshit? It just seems never stupid. even heard of it. Yeah, it was. I, I I don't believe in any of that shit, so it's hard for me to get into it. So." Hmm. Bobby Hall said, one of my get off my lawns is when I'm in a parking lot and I park far away from everyone else and someone parks right next to me when there's a million spots available. It's like they're purposely trying to mess with you when they do that. Bastards. Yeah, that reminds me of it. It makes me uneasy when you walk into a bathroom and there's like 10 urinals and you and there's nobody in there. And then you and then somebody walks in and walks up and pees right, right next, next to you, to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like that bro. i get the parking lot thing is whatever who cares yeah. but yeah that i get like you're <laughs> in an airport and the thing's empty and you're standing there and some guy walks in and stands right next to you yeah yeah that yeah that's weird 
Yeah. Speaking of get off my lawn, I bet the reason why Michael Myers was gone at the end of Halloween is because Mr. Doyle came home right then and shouted, get off my lawn. See what he did there? I see what he did there. He used that. And yeah. speaking of Halloween, Sean and Christopher, which version of the Halloween theme do you prefer? The original version that's heard in the film or the one on the soundtrack that has the techno sounding drum beat added to it? I prefer the original. It seems creepier when you don't have the urge to dance to it. I kind of prefer the Halloween 2 version for some reason. I, I like that version too. I mean, I like the original ultimately, but yeah. part two, I, there's something about the second one that I like a lot. I'll never forget when that kicked in, you know, you don't know what death is. And then boom, that, that kicked in. It's like a higher pitch too. And it's yeah. something yeah. about it. Yeah. I like it's, that. It's, one. it's, it's a little more cold and sterile and creepy in a weird way. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, Jason Hawk has some sequel suggestions. The blob killer clowns, night of the comet, the burning night of the creeps, Christine Nightbreed. Yeah. Those are all good. The dead zone. Um, <laughs> and, and, everybody put in the comments this week what your thoughts are on the dead zone sequel um <laughs> let's see if we can get chris on board to, to get that made yeah um, you go ahead and try that x connor x said that cut to the feet was hilarious i think that insert of the of the i think it was a big toe it was instead of a foot it was two giant toes for feet i don't know if you uh, watched the episode i did a funny yeah. cut um let's see <laughs> what was it in reference to your ugly feet something i cut uh, in this giant they're just literally giant big toes as feet uh, uh, um joe the monster said sean and chris 80s kiss or 90s aerosmith i'm going 80s oh yeah 80s kiss also maybe they live a good sequel what what 90s aerosmith oh yeah, no, nah. that was an easy one. An 80s kiss isn't that oh. good. Although oh. Creatures of the Night and The Elder fall into the 80s kiss category. So I got it. That's true. Yeah, yeah you got to go 80s. Actually, kiss. so does Unmasked. That was 1980. Yeah. Ian Whitlock said, hey, guys, I'm really late to the party with your great podcast, but I've managed to listen to the first 12 episodes in a week. So I feel like I'm making a good start with them. Wow, 12 in a week. Thanks, man. Appreciate wow. it. Yeah, thank you. Really enjoy your views and banter on all things horror. And one film that I really enjoyed growing up was the original 1985 Fright Night and wondered how you feel about it and if you have any items from it, Sean. I don't. You know, actually, I've been to Tom Holland's house and he has all the good stuff. He has the big bat. He has the, um, mm. he has like three big, I took pictures of all of them. Mm. Um, he has the, like the, I think that's the skeleton thing that that's burning mm -hmm. up at the end. Um, mm -hmm. He's got a bunch of stuff at his house. That's cool. Yeah. I love oh, Fright Night. Yeah. Fright Night's awesome. Also, it. as I tend to listen to podcasts on the go, I was wondering if it's possible to still download the episodes as I can't seem to find any of them past 12. Yeah. Yeah. I've started putting them back up, so I'm working on it, my friend. Other than on YouTube, which I will carry on with them here, if that's the only way to hear them. They're all going to be up there eventually. One last thing is that if either of you ever see Steve Johnson out and about, can you ask him where my copy of Rubberhead Volume 2 is that I backed <laughs> three years ago on Kickstarter as I'm still waiting? You and a bunch of other people, buddy. <laughs> 
all the best. I'm really looking forward to working my way through the rest of your episodes. All yeah. I can say is yikes. Yikes. Um, Brandon Jinx. Gregory, Zack Snyder's Justice League was phenomenal. Without a doubt, a thousand times better than the theatrical cut. Though I will say oh that you have to be a DC comic book fan to truly enjoy it. I, I just don't okay. care. I don't care about any of it. I haven't watched WandaVision, this fucking yeah, Falcon and the either. Snowman bullshit, whatever's yeah, going on. Okay. I, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, okay. I will say the Loki series looks decent just because I, I like that character and I like him as an actor. I might watch that, but I don't care about any of this stuff. <laughs> I just don't care about superhero stuff. It's, there's too much I, of it now. I agree. There's too much of it, and it's all the same. And uh, I will say, I'm a Batman and a Superman guy. I like Batman, and I like Superman. The rest of them, I'm like, meh. And I love the Richard Donner Superman movie. It's, it's oh, me too. Near and, near and dear to my heart. I think Superman it's what, too. Superman 2. I, I think it's what's missing in superhero movies, to be honest with you. I, I, I never get the feeling that there's a hero. Yeah. I, they're all just so... The biggest thing missing from superhero movies... Sorry. <laughs> is uh, they don't come off as heroes. Mm -hmm. they, they're, they're, they, they're all feel... They're all burdened. They're just yeah. so burdened with this being a hero and they're so oh and they're sad and they can't figure out what to do with this and their powers and oh they're just so burdened yeah. and I, they none of them come across as heroes that they're there for you to help the world they're just always feel like they're put out <laughs> all the time and that's something that the richard donner superman movie is was so great at translating was yeah. the hero that superman was supposed to be and you know it was for good and, yeah and 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 the color of it and the feeling of it and you were on an adventure and you just felt good and empowered at the end of it i don't get any of that with these movies does that make sense no totally i'm totally with you i can um, see that I'm totally with you, dude. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Bert Vetter said, hello, gentlemen of horror. Great, great, great episode again. I can understand why Chris doesn't like CGI because he, of course, is a practical effects kind of guy. I never said that. I never said that. Um, you clearly said that because he's commenting on it. The best is maybe a mix between the two. And Sean, here's That's a question. Uh, have you seen Psycho Gorman yet? Haha. Uh -huh. Personally, I really liked it and bought it on Blu-ray. I still haven't watched it. Now the topic. <laughs> I'm a fan of the 1988 classic, The Blob. Have a big crush on Shawnee Smith and always questioned why they did not do a sequel to that film. Greetings from the Netherlands and, and keep up the awesome content. Oh, thank you, sir. Wow. Thank you from the Netherlands. Thank you. That's that's awfully nice. I, didn't, I never said I hated CGI. I like CGI. I think it's great. Pardon me. <laughs> I think it's great. And I think the combination of CGI and practical are is best. That's what I think. Daniel Caruso. <laughs> Good evening, guys. Congratulations on the 29 mark, which we're on 31 now. So, and thank you for these. Thank you for waving to my wife. 
Uh, we thought that was awesome. Marcus and Patrick, these guys are fantastic. The answers to the questions were really informative, and I learned a lot more about all the many projects they have done. And the cool ideas for the Feast franchise would be awesome. As far as sequels to be made, I'd love to see another adventure of Snake Plissken, a better one at least. I get where they were going with Escape from L.A. It was what it was. And a good sequel to 82, The Thing. Carpenters will always be my favorite. Thanks again, guys, and hope you guys are well. Thank you. Thank you. Dr. Wolfenstein said, my idea for a sequel to The Thing... McReady has been in prison all these years because they think he killed everyone. No one believes his story about what really happened. Then a new Arctic team finds Childs frozen at the old site. They thaw him out, and he's the thing. They lose contact with the new Arctic team, so they get McReady out of jail to go back. Since he's the uh, only one that's ever seen the thing and survived, Kurt Russell could star. Well... I like it's it. a very that's a very aliens slash escape from New York kind of vibe. I I would watch it. Yeah. Uh, Mike Johnson, the runner, said, "Fellas, thanks for bringing it." My wish list of sequels never happened. Night of the Creeps, My Bloody Valentine, Near Dark, Summer School. Christopher can't agree more that new stories need to be told. Remakes from the seventies to nineties are not new movies. Sean, I'm with you. A bunch of superheroes running around is like eating a Valium sandwich and a sloppy uh, and a sloppy yawn. Another possible topic. How about movies that have yet to seen a Blu-ray release? My favorite would be Breakdown from 19, 1997. I think this film is criminally underrated. Outstanding performances by Kurt Russell, Kathleen Quinlan, and the late J.T. Walsh. Sean, do you know why this hasn't been released? I thought Shout Factory would have jumped on that one. Thanks for another great episode. Be well, everyone. I don't know why Breakdown has never come out on Blu-ray. With a lot of these movies, sometimes these studios change hands and people don't know who actually have the rights and you're trying to find the people that own the rights. And sometimes the only way to find out who actually owns the rights is to put it out and see if somebody sues you for it. <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> Uh, I know that's been a big issue with Fright Night, too, is they just can't. And also, too, I mean, it's a demand thing. I mean, I don't know if they think that that there's a big enough demand to do that for a movie like Breakdown. Breakdown! Go ahead and put Go it on Blu-ray. give it to me. Yeah. Um, oh, maybe maybe not. I don't know. I mean, it's a good cast. I mean, oh. yeah. it's it's not like we're talking about Troll 2, you know, that got a Blu-ray release. A breakdown doesn't get one come on matt lucas said another great episode guys not sure if you guys can answer this question or not totally understand if you can't but was wondering what happened with the walker stalker cons being from new hampshire i used to attend them in boston then all of a sudden they stopped happening chris would you like to tackle that one walker stalker cons i don't fucking know how would i know you're the convention guy you think okay it. um well i know the boston one stopped because it's it just wasn't profitable that uh, they, they, it wasn't doing well, but then the reason the, all of them stopped ultimately is because the guy got himself in some serious trouble financially and ultimately yeah. screwed a lot of people out of money, including me and a lot of my clients. So a lot of money, a lot of money. Um, so word is he sold the name to someone else. I don't know why anybody would buy it after its reputation was totally tarnished, but whatever 
Also, I just recently watched the 1990 remake of Night of the Living Dead and was wondering what your thoughts were on that movie. Like, dislike, I enjoyed it quite a bit. And one more thing, please try to get Kane Hodder on your show. He is amazing and has so many great stories. I like the Night of the Living Dead remake. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's a different take. You know, it's um, mm-hmm. I, I find it entertaining, though, and the, the makeups are good, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think? I, I agree. I like it. I mean, not as much as I love the original, of course. Of course but, not. But I, as, a, as a movie... I, I like, yeah, I liked it. I thought Tom did a great job. I think there's a lot of stuff that got cut out or there's a cut of it. I would have liked to have seen that Tom wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. I would like to see that cut. Yeah. Um, I wish it existed or maybe it will someday, but uh, I thought the makeups were great. Optic Nerve did a fantastic job. Uh, I thought the gags were cool. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Tony it's Todd fun. was great. Patricia Tallman Tony Todd was, great. was great. It gave you a real, it did like so few zombie movies do, it did give you that feeling of overall doom, you know, mm. that the world was doomed. And that's something that you don't get really from a lot of those movies. So I thought it was fun. It's definitely, you know, that was a 90s movie, although it felt like an 80s movie in a oh, way. Oh, it was 1990, it was. so it's right on the right. cusp. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I like I like that movie a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, I think other than the original trilogy, it's better than anything George did after, you know, like yeah, absolutely. better than land yeah. of the dead. It's better survival diary. Yeah. You know, Sawyer smoke said, I would love to have seen a sequel to the burning. Always thought Cropsey would have worked great for a franchise. Agree. Kevin Crabtree also agrees. Burning was what Friday 13th series should have been scary. It's very underrated. Great film, great score, great story, a much scarier slasher than any of the other 80s ones except H2. Hmm. 410 Goodfella said, not a sequel, but I'd love to see a prequel in theory of Quint on the Indianapolis. Hmm. I think with the right crew, it could be great. That's a terrifying story. I mean, imagine if that was a, you know. Yeah, yeah. One movie that horror fans always mentions, My Bloody Valentine 81. I don't think there was enough there for a sequel, even if they brought the actual Harry Warden back. It's a small town, and the story would be centered around Valentine's Day. Once was enough for me. I don't know. I think you could have done something with My Bloody Valentine. I'd like to have seen a sequel. Well, we're waiting. (laughs) Ted Knight. I, I know Caddyshack. I know the that reference. That guy was awesome. That guy was awesome. How about a fresca? Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> dude, he is so good in that movie. That that is one. You want to be good, Danny? <laughs> good, good, right? Great, good, great. I love him. He's so great. And Dangerfield, and oh, don't you that. people have homes? Yeah. <laughs> Dance of the Living Dead. <laughs> Never seen dead people smoke before. I think I might watch that tonight. I, I love Caddyshack so much. Oh, look at this hat. This, te- this terrible hat. You get a, <laughs> buy a hat like this, you get a bowl of soup with it. A sweet bowl of soup. Looks good on you, though. Hey. <laughs> when your ship comes in, it's easy to grin. <laughs> you think you've got the stock market beat, but a man who's worthwhile is a man who can smile <laughs> if his shorts aren't too tight in the seat. <laughs> do you do dra- drugs, Danny? That's good. That's good. There we go. I think Special Ed wants to That's know. Inappropriate name. Nightbreed 
is a sequel that never got that I always thought we deserved. Um, question for you guys. Where are you both on Adam Rifkin's Detroit Rock City? Huge fan of it as a teen, but I haven't revisited quite some time. Just curious what you guys think of the film since you're both huge Kiss fans. You know, I, I really, really disliked it. I didn't like it either. I don't know why. In theory, I should have. I think if it was directed by Richard Linkletter, or was it? Boom. No, Adam Rifkin. It wasn't. No. That's right. I no 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 offense against Adam, but but if if, if Richard Linkletter did it and it was a little more like dazed and confused, yeah. which I think it was supposed to be kind of like that, maybe or something. It was not at all. Uh I was disappointed in it. Yeah, I uh I wanted excuse me. I I I was so psyched for it because you know, Days Confused is one of my favorite movies. It's a yeah. it's supposed to be a seventies movie. It's about yeah. my favorite band of all time. I'm going to yeah. relate to this. And one thing I hate is when movies, when they're supposed to be doing a period piece like that, 70s or 80s, and it looks forced and it and it's and it looks like that 70s show where they're just kind of throwing in props that look 70s ish. And I mean, mm-hmm. you watch Days of Confused and even Everybody Wants Some, which is like the mm-hmm. spiritual sequel that's supposed to be 80s. Those movies look like they were filmed in those time periods. The attention to detail was, you know. Well, it's also the vibe of it, too. It's shot in kind of that vibe and, yeah, and very well casted. Like, I never got the sense in that movie that those kids really loved Kiss. (laughs) No, no. Daniel Barr said, maybe a stretch, but I thought 8mm with Nicolas Cage could have had a crazy sequel. Oh, yeah. I like that movie. Yeah, if Machine would have survived the fight at the end and sought revenge against Nick's character, Tom Wells, and his family, and anyone who got in the way, there's a part two, but it's lame, LOL, except all the hot chicks. There is a part two? The 8mm? Yeah, I think there is. Oh, I didn't know that. The, I like 8mm a lot. I thought that movie was very underrated and really good and kind of disturbing. It was great. But it, it is pretty darn disappointing when you get to the when they take the mask off and it's that dude you you want something more than that guy you know what i mean maybe i did i wasn't disappointed i thought it was perfectly appropriate it's mm-hmm. like that i think it made it scarier that it could be your next door neighbor you know mm. kelsey solemn said ouchie you called me casey solemn after all this time get off my lawn moment people heavily tailgating while you're doing the speed limit and a no passing zone. Also bicyclists on the road. That one kills me for oncoming traffic, moving into my lane head on because of bicyclists in the street and not on the sidewalk. My big pet peeve with the driving thing is people that fight their way over into the fast lane and then drive slower than everybody else. Right. Somebody that's like fighting to get over and gets in front of you, then goes slow. Right. When they're shifting over to what's supposed to be. I'm going to do an impression based on that, what you just described. I'm going to uh-huh. do an impression of me when that happens. Uh-huh. Really? Really? You got my lane to go slower. You got my lane in front of me to go slower. That's what you did. That's me in the car. That, that's exactly what I do. <laughs> Happened to me yesterday. Really? <laughs> so what's your favorite scene in that thing you do? Oh, there's so many good ones. I love that movie so much. My favorite scene. Well, any shot of Liv Tyler kind of 
jiggling to the band is always I, I just like when she shimmies i like her little shimmy i was so in, in love with movie. her oh god when she shimmies in that movie it's great i think i mean one of my favorite parts is when he when they're playing at the talent show and he starts playing it too fast and they have to and they create that song based on him you know playing it too fast that's a great thing yeah um I, for whatever reason, I like to see when they appear on the on the Ed Sullivan esque TV show. Uh, it's a good one. I have a lot. I quit. I quit. I quit. <laughs> I quit. I quit. <laughs> um, that, that's what Tom you're going to do. One day enough. he's going to do that on this show. Hey, Sean. I'm so going to do it. I quit. I quit. <laughs> quit. Uh, it's I mean, great, something uh, snappy, something peppy. All right, something peppy. Yeah. Uh, Todd uh, favor. Oh, your oh your favorite scene. Sorry. Oh, the I already. I, I got a lot of them. I love them all. But yeah, those are. I also like when they're. I love the idea. Again, watch the director's cut of it. There's a director's cut of it that's just great, and and it and it drags out some. It rounds out a lot of the stuff. But I I liked it when they became you know members of the playtone galaxy and they're and they're talking to all the other people that are on tour and they're so you can tell that they're so bored with singing that one song over and over for years and how they had every kind of category of singer at that time they had like a the crooner guy and they had the connie uh francis type of character and they had you know i i really enjoyed that i think it's really well done phil so sorry uh Mike Lighton said, just want to say, guys, loving the show. And I know now the world is getting back to normal. We will get less of the show, but just want to say thanks for the content. And Sean, a few episodes back, you mentioned your love for Phantasm 2. I had not seen it since I was a kid, and I remember thinking it wasn't very good. And I spent this afternoon watching it, and it has to be one of the worst movies ever with the worst acting I've ever seen. Is it a joke? I don't understand on why it is so crap, or is Don Coscarelli really that bad of a director? Hey now, I like hey now. I like Phantasm too. Hey now, I do too. I actually like it better than Phantasm. There's things I like, but I mean, it, yes and no. I, it, I I think I like Phantasm more, but there is a thing about Reggie Bannister's acting in that movie that you could say he's not good or you could just say he's genius i'm going right. with genius yeah know? i agree with you 100 percent. i mean it's that it, border where you're going is he doing this on purpose or is he because it's so stereotypical kind of a parody on machismo and those characters in those type of movies you know what i mean yeah it gets hard on the road man you know <laughs> <laughs> I like that movie. I, I love him. Phantasm one when that, when that big bug bug attacks. I mean, what the hell is going on? <laughs> <laughs> or just, or my all time favorite Reggie line is uh, is when he sits down and they do the song, right. you know, and they're playing, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they stop, and he goes, "We're hot as love," you know. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's just it's, it's just it's so douche chilly. It's he's I love Reggie. I yeah. I literally love Reggie. Yeah. I mean, as a person, as an and as an actor. 
and Todd, as a lover. And as 50 ways to leave your lover. Todd Favor said, hey, Sean and Christopher, do you guys like Oreo brownies or an Oreo brownie sundae? I think they are delicious. I say, yes, sir. That's all I have. Is yes. I've never had either of those, but they sound delish. Yeah, I want all of it. And I would... I would like to put it in my mouth. I would like to have to go there. Well, Chris is putting that in his mouth. Um, let's see. Dan, was it? Danny Rolling Ghostface said a sequel to the 2014 remake of RoboCop because that film is what RoboCop should look and move like and get around Ooh. in. Don't get it twisted, though. I like the original as well as the ford taurus she drove but in the sequel it would be cool to see robocop versus the cartel and the cartel's own version of a robot and where they kidnap his female partner and turn her into a mind-controlled cyborg that's still alive just saying oh okay you and the my bloody valentine sequel guys should get together and write something that's all i got to yeah. say write a script I, then man i want write you guys to write a script where robocop becomes a minor and you know they do or they or they make fucking acts you mean like a, a minor no. you mean like a young robocop no 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 yeah well, okay there you go um but you know because he gets his hand cut off and they could make him into the you know robocop version of the minor uh, i don't know think about it think about it guys you guys get together and talk here's what i say all you people out there that want sequels to this stuff and you want to see stories expanded sit down at a computer get final draft and write the dance script and go sell it so boom kaiser soze said you guys know canadian director david okamba nightlife 1989 with scott grimes never heard of either i know who scott grimes is but i don't know the movie or the director you no i don't it's all for you demon oh yeah yeah uh the ultimate film that never got a sequel good or bad kiss meets the phantom of the park i agree come I agree. on how cool would 82 sequel be abner escapes a mental institution creates a new army of robots that are motley crew to take out his revenge on kiss the creatures of the night versus the children of the beast boom <laughs> He's joking. Boom. Of course, he said, haha. Granted, I know this isn't a horror movie, but it's my best shot. I wrote a comic book script for this years ago. Sil silly nerd fun. Great episode, guys. Hope you are having a wonderful spring. Take care. I agree, bro. I'm 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 all in on this one. I am too. I'm in. Our Worcestershire. 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 Get off my lawn. People parking their cars at the gas pumps and then walking into the station. Now, do you mean if they just park at the gas pumps to go into the to buy something in the store and, and not they, get gas and not get gas? I've I've been guilty of that when there's no parking spots. I will say that. Well, that makes that makes sense. Hungry wives. Hungry wives said, "I feel like all the comments below." below me explain why hollywood doesn't make more original content i'm really half kidding here i know sean and christopher requested our suggestions but it really does show that people want sequels people want to keep their revisiting their favorite properties in hopes of making them better which almost never happens or simply want to know what happens next i guess mm -hmm. i'm just in the minority that feels like hollywood has never been particularly original 
They've been doing remakes and adaptations since the silent era. It's just that history tends to forget them in favor of original content. I mean, do you realize how many times they've remade Brewster's Millions or The Cat and the Canary or The Front Page? Every generation feels their original voices are being snuffed out by corporate regurgitation. We just become more aware of it when we get older and lose interest in the current trends. But there are still an abundance of filmmakers out there with unique visions who are getting their stories told and will be remembered 30 years from now when people our age are reflecting back on this time and saying, I sure wish they'd make them like they did in 2021. This is my way of saying, Madman, I want a sequel to Madman. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a great way to end that. And um, I, I, I think that is a, a great way to end the episode i'm just gonna open i'm just gonna crack one of these open right now are you no oh. i'm gonna oh. be, i'm gonna be a good boy and wait and have oh. them we're gonna we're I, maybe we'll do an episode just wherever we're hanging out you know yeah we could do that we'll crack we open do that. a couple cold ones on a pier <laughs> We could you do know? that. I'm down for that. I'm, I'm gonna, so I'll, down for that. I'll go get one of those cheesy styrofoam coolers and. Ooh, that's a good idea. We'll we'll put our our cold cold ones in there, and then we yeah. get arrested for drinking and like. Exactly. <laughs> At a state park, yeah, the that state. would be yeah, not good. <laughs> uh, but no, you know that could be fun. That could be fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to Halloween coming up in October. I'm looking for, please, you guys watch out for Fear Street. I'm going to plug my own shit. Fear Street coming in June on Netflix. I think you guys will dig it. It's going to be fun. Um, Underground Railroad. I'm just plugging all my shit that's going to finally start coming out. So I got one, two, three, four, five, six movies coming out this year. I'm excited. Wow. I've already got shit lined up to shoot for the rest of the year and all into next year. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. A lot of really cool projects coming my way that i hope all go through and if they do it's gonna be good um so stick with us we'll be back we'll, we'll do more shows we're gonna and and uh you're gonna get a treat because like sean said he's gonna come and visit here to atlanta and we're gonna have some fun and you guys will dig it so woohoo! that's all i got yep it's gonna be fun i'm excited Indeed. i get i get to see you i get to I'm going to do some movie location stuff. I'm going to see, you know, some of the Walking Dead peeps while I'm there. Then driving up to Florida, seeing my mom and my grandma, and my grandpa, and my aunt, and my two uncles. So that'll be fun. Then doing Pensacon. If you guys are out in the Pensacola area, the weekend of the 22nd of May, I'll be hanging out with Mr. James ajax remar and zach galligan from gremlins so come out and say hi wow i haven't seen nay and it's been she's been gone for like a month she comes back literally like right when i'm leaving to, oh, for, for atlanta uh, we don't see each other so oh that's terrible eh, it just, you know yeah. absence makes the heart grow fonder you know this is true this um is true. And clearly she missed me because she FaceTimed right in the middle of our show. Call her back. Better call her back. Eh, maybe. Eh. Eh. See anyway, guys, thanks for watching. Thanks and for watching. Be kind to each other, you guys. Yep. And punch a stranger. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, Good night, everybody. So. <laughs> um, I don't. They won't. Uh, I, well, everyone's gonna know. Really? Ooh, ah. really? I can't get my thoughts out. <laughs>